Michael Scuntonbury is the founder of Impero, a modern independent creative agency and the winner of five Agency of the Year awards. Impero's clients include Martel Cognac, Volvic Water Brands at Danone, Lint, Havana Club Rum and General Mills, to name just a few. Michael, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being on. It's been a crazy last three weeks or so, I'm losing track of time. How are you guys thinking about the future as we end another week of this enforced shutdown? How are we thinking about the future? Um, do you know what? We're thinking about day by day at the moment, in all honesty. Um, but the, 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 look, this this will pass. This this is just a thing. And, and like, all crashes come and go and, and all um, big events, they, they come and go. I guess what's going through my head, in all honesty, to put it crassly, is like, what's... Are we still climbing the mountain here, or you know, are we, have we reached the top? Like, are we sort of um, dot com um, crash style, um, you know, uh, event, or are we more, you know, um, September 11, or are we more or two kind of thing? We just don't really know what the size and scale of this thing is, and how long we're all going to be or have a different way of life. And that, you know, that's the hardest thing at the moment. But mm. everything, it will, you know, there, there will be a dawn and, and it will pass, and, and mm. so that. The future, like the economy, is not fundamentally. I don't think anyway. I'm not aware that it is screwed. Like we're, we're all inside because of a virus, not because you know, yeah, know, like like a like a, a, fundamental a financial risk. crisis or like 2008. Yeah. Right, it's nothing like that. It's caused by a virus. It's not caused by underlying sure. you know, systemic issues. issues. Underlying financial issues, but this is not the reason for for this current sort of you know crash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I'm hearing is that. You know, if you still plan to buy a car, you'll when this is all over, you'll still buy the car, you'll still buy the house, you'll still buy the washing machine, etc. But for the service industry, if say you know those times you, that you were going to go to a restaurant or go and eat out, that revenue is sort of lost forever for the service industry. There's no way that they can claw that back. But other purchases that you'd plan to buy uh, will still continue. So I, I get where you're coming from it's not a financial issue but the question is in that environment so how long does it take for us to come out of it so because we don't know how long it's going to take for us to to get out of it how is Impero how are you guys thinking about okay you know what does the next week look like what does the next uh, three weeks look like just talk us through sort of how you've rationalized this in your own mind and how are you talking about it with your employees what sort of open conversations have you guys had? So um, it's always really open. So what, what we've done is we've tried to maintain the functions of the agency or let's call it the mechanics of the agency, just not being in the agency. And that is every morning at nine, we, we grab on a big Zoom, a group Zoom of the whole agency and we have a massive stand up. And do you know what? That's probably the best part of, of everyone's day because mm-hmm. everyone up, um, you know, like it, it's all about what are we doing today? What are we doing this week? And then we also do stuff like, I don't know, this morning we had, um, what are they called? Not, I want to call them star signs, but you know what I mean? You know, read out sort of like, if you're a Capricorn, this, if you're a Cancer, that kind of thing. So, right. you know, all, all jokes and everything. So, so that we'll maintain that. We'll still have our, our weekly operations meeting and so on, but we're planning. So we, we, we're carrying on the functions of the agency, but the truth is everything's a moving target. So you'll get a brief in the morning and it will disappear in the afternoon. Uh, you'll get, um, you know, ironically, we're waiting on um, three results of pitches at the moment that we did before we all went into the lockdown. And I just can't see, like, to be fair to the client, why that any of those pitches will sort of, you know, continue on. Um, where, you know, you, we, 
we organize our weeks, we get through the work. Um, it's just the work is a moving target. So some things you're doing today won't don't exist tomorrow. And then on the same regard, there's an urgent, you know, small job to do over here that you've got to do. So you've almost got to be ironically more fluid at the moment. You've got to be more agile and more sort of like moving quick and, and, and filling it. And, you know, it takes a really, really strong uh, traffic manager and an office manager. Um, and we're lucky enough to have one of those and, and a woman called Annie who's doing a fantastic job about just like, you know, almost playing Tetris with with the time and, and, and the people to, to make mm. things happen. Mm. Really interesting. Two, two things um, jumped to mind as you as you talked there. One is sort of the importance of um, leadership and how you lead at, in this time of uncertainty to, because people are looking to you as where should we go and how should we be thinking about this and, and what should we be doing? Um, and whether that's you or the traffic manager, leadership is a really important part of this. The second thing that springs to mind is keeping people's morale high, because as you said, there's this moving target and, you know, you know, where the the lives that we're living now are fundamentally different to to what they were even just a couple of weeks ago. So how do you how do you lead in this environment? How do you think about leadership in this environment and how do you think about uh, increasing the morale when I'm sure morale and just enthusiasm for just the get up and go of work is slightly waning. I'm sure it, it must do for lo- lots of businesses ac- across the UK. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of the same question, right? Because at the moment, all, what, what every business needs is morale. And so when we went home last Monday, when I always say, we, we started our work from home last Monday. So... Um, uh, today is the day, just just so people realise when we recorded this. Last night, Boris said absolute lockdown. So um, a week ago, we were all just sort of kind of like, please, you know, please uh, don't form groups and, and and stay indoors. Last night, it was absolute lockdown. So last Monday, we all went home. We we set ourselves up. We're all working from home. Um, and you know, the truth is, morale was great because the team pulls together, people pull together. Mm. And my job was as much of getting out of people's way as it was to sort of you know stand up and. and and, and, and lead the right conversations at the right time. But you've also got to have leaders throughout the agency because I can't be in every meeting. Sure. And, and you know, it's important that the right people, you know, step up. And you know what it's like. It's, um, it's, it's you know, in times of sort of panic and crisis, that, that's when true leadership sort of comes through and people either step up or, or step down. And uh, I always, there's this really funny, I can't remember the movie. I, my references are always fucking terrible. But um, there's... There's one movie, and I think it's something as stupid as Mighty Ducks or something like that. <laughs> and basically, there's a scene in it when um, they say it can't because it's about basketball. But there's a guy when um, one guy says, "Do you know the difference between a um, a leader and and not?" And the guy says, "No." And he says, "Well, a leader, um, a leader of a team with three seconds to go, that that when we need two points, wants the ball." Mm. Oh wow. So I remember thinking that as a as a young impressionable kid watching some probably you know movie with Emilio Estevez or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> she was huge in the eighties. That's that's quite a good um, that's quite a good sort yeah, of yeah I like that. And so I think that's what happens now. You know, like when when time gets tough and every you know the right people step forward and they stand up. And I've seen that across the board. And it's almost like it, it sort of fills you you know fills your heart with joy that you know you yeah. built this culture and cultures are very temperamental sort of like uh, you know it's a fragile thing and it can come and it can go but when you've built you know it, it, with some strength you see it really shine but mm. I'll be really honest with you that was you know last week and, every, and you know and everyone pulls together 
today was the first day when we did our um, Zoom stand-up when I could see that the energy was, was noticeably lower. Okay. And I think it's what's dawning on people is, shit, this is real. Yeah, you know, the this reality. Is, it's like week one is kind of, well, this is new, this is mm. exciting. You know, I, I, I get to play on Zoom and this is kind of fun. Right. And, and we're all for this is work. different, right. It's different, yeah, and like, you know, they're, they're kind of exciting. But mm. then it's, it's week sort of, you know, now we're into week two, halfway through week two, and we're like, mm. Okay, this is kind of dawning on a few people. So now it's, you know, um, now the real leadership needs to step up. Where we have to, we have to keep the team together. We have to keep the, the morale up because the trick, like, if you're at home and you've got things to do to make sure the agency can can pull through, the last thing you want is 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 like having, you know, you know what that when you when you, when things aren't going well, it feels like there's a fucking gorilla on your back, and you know you got to shake that sort of gorilla off so you can so you can get on with the day. Hmm. Great. So so. You want the ball, basically, and the team have, have passed you the ball, and that's really that's really exciting um, because you sort of own that leadership position. But how do you keep your own energy and your own enthusiasm high in this in this time? Because it must be draining on you. I mean, you you are only a human being as well, regardless of the fact that you want the ball. Um, how do you stay strong in this environment? What what coping mechanisms do you have? Is it sports? Is it exercise is it i don't know star wars or i don't know what uh back to the future that you referred to earlier you know what do you do to keep uh, your energy high so um i don't know to just doing that now like I, i've started uh, you know thinking of um my 40 year old lungs thinking shit i better actually get in a little bit more shape so i've been on two runs in the last week and a half which is two more than i've been on the last probably two years right that's something but um when it comes to work to be honest i've you know uh, lucky or not, I've got a bit of an, an inherent sort of drive about how I go about things. And, and so I kind of just, you know, if, if it hasn't affected me that way yet. So mm. the truth is, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Like maybe in a month you will have the same conversation. I'll go, fuck, you know, like, I don't know, this is, this, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It's, it's yeah. fucking, it's hourly difficult, but it's kind of like that. It's, it's, it, what's the other option? Like sure. what? What is the other option right now? Moping about, like like feeling a bit sorry for yourself. The whole world is a bit fucked right now. Like that's 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 not much good. So it's almost like sweeping under the old fucking rug and let's just move on here and and, and keep our heads up and keep going. Hmm. And um and, and what are you what are you what how are you staying up to date yourself on sort of this moving target because things move so quickly, hour by hour, day by day, things completely change. What are you reading? What are you watching? Where are you going for your own information to access sort of not the fake news that's going around on sort of social media and on WhatsApp, which is which really needs to be legislated, by the way. There's so much terrible stuff out there. I heard yeah. something the other day um, that's going around saying that to beat the coronavirus, you need to swallow hot tea because that's the only thing that kills the infection. So people are sort of scolding themselves. It's just so bad. Oh, Facebook really needs to get a, a, um, a hang on that. But where are you... Where are you going to access your own information in this, in, in you know, in, in, in this time? Um, so I have kind of a um, weird policy with the news is I have done my best never, not to be, not to, not to take part in news and all honesty. I've tried to separate my life from news because I've, Great. after important um, pieces of stuff like this, I find that news is always the same length and it's always got the same amount of like, catastrophe about it so i've almost tried to i've denused my life and in, in also the last two or three years because it just it's just a bit of a fucking drag mm. but what I, so I, i've tried to stick with that I'm, I'm not trying to like you know i i, I turned on boris's announcement last night mm -hmm. 
obviously the legislation, oh, sorry, the, I'm not sure it's official legislation, but the announcements from the Chancellor earlier this week, or was it late last week, um, were important, and so I checked in on those. And I'm also reading sort of um, where I can more sort of established thought pieces that are doing the hard work by boiling it down. So, you know, a couple of law firms have printed like one or two um, page sort of summaries of, of what the Chancellor sort of uh, said the other day. So that's how I'm doing it at the moment. I'm not standing by the news ticker waiting for every single update because it's just it's just that'll drive me goddamn insane. And, mm-hmm. I, and like I advise anyone just not like. You can't do that. You, you just cannot sit there because there's just not that amount of news coming through that, that, mm-hmm. that is that changing. The truth mm-hmm. is, we're all locked in. We're going to be here a little while. We're going to make we're going to make our own sort of worlds and situations as as, as positive as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then just just last couple of things. I mean, we're we're all entrepreneurs. You are the definition of entrepreneurship, as we uh, discussed when you came on the show for the first time a few months ago. And by definition, entrepreneurs are naturally optimistic and naturally upbeat. And we see the best, you know, in every scenario, in every situation. Is that the same way that you're looking at this? Are you still looking at this that from the point of view of we can turn this to our advantage, to Imperio's advantage? Um, You know, how are you how are you thinking about this with your entrepreneurs hat on? Um, I, I won't lie. Like it's, it's not like we sit around. You know, I don't think it's the time to sort of capitalise. In all honesty, like I, like I, we don't sit around going, oh, you know, look, there's an opportunity here, opportunity there. Um, it's a bit more fundamental what, what we're doing than that. Um, but yeah, look, I, I said to one of my my um, head of strategy yesterday on the phone, I said, look, what we need to do is is have we need to be in 12 months' time, look back and say. You know that coronavirus thing? That was the yeah. best thing that happened to us because of X, Y, and Z. We just need to figure out what the fuck X, Y, and Z. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, last last thing to cheer us all up: silver linings. I want to end all of these shows with a silver lining because it's not all doom and gloom. There have been good things that have actually come out of this situation, if we can see them. Um, one of the things to me has been spending more time on the phone with my friends and family that I haven't spoken to in a very long time, having like hour long conversations with people that just never would happen in a normal week to week situation, even on the weekends. What have been some of the silver linings for you, either in your personal life and business life? Well, I'll give you a personal one because it just happened on Sunday. So my son is, he's actually turned seven today. Um, It's his birthday today. So um, two days ago, he was, um, you know, two days short of seven. And every year since he's been born, I've been trying to introduce him to the Back to the Future trilogy, which, by the way, <laughs> is the greatest trilogy ever made. Um, I've always loved Debatable. those films. I used to grow up watching them, and I, and I can still watch them now and be entertained and right. almost like I've seen them for the first time. Right. But every year I sit him down and go, right, this year, Sunshine, you're going to watch this and enjoy <laughs> it. And he never has until two days ago yeah. um, where, you know, obviously with the lock-in, we, we said, let's, let's try this again. And it was finally, like, just almost seven years old, just finally able to comprehend what, you know, time travel. Before uh, that, okay. I have no idea what time travel is. I yeah. don't understand why this car is so, like, like his his um yeah. friend's dad drives a Tesla. So we kept on comp- comparing the... Um, really? The Tesla, I'm like, it's a, it was, it's a different time, sunshine, don't do yeah. that. Although it looks quite similar. I guess that's where Elon Musk got his inspiration. There is, True. there are some similarities there. Brilliant. What's, what's his favorite part of the movie, or the series? Uh, he's, there's a part where, um, uh, I think it's in the first one where, um, 
uh, Doc comes out and introduces the car, and the car comes out, and then they then they start driving around the car park fast because um, the car's really stupid. I'm like, I think a terrorist chasing him around the, the car park, and he, then Michael J. Fox drives up to he's been chased, but he drives up to the magic 88 miles per hour um, and time travels, and that's his favorite part. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! You get him into Back to the Future. It's hilarious. What are you going to get into in, him into next? That's a good question. I, mean, I, you know, you as I, said, I think it. I told you last time, I try not to plan too far in ahead. Ah, okay, so makes up, sense. I'm up to this. <laughs> Distance welcome. Awesome. What about Mike, you? What about just before we hop Apart from that thing you tell us, spending time and family, how have you found it? How have I found it? Um, I found it... So I... I'm, I'm actually really quite lucky in that I, um, so I've got a fiance, I'm recently engaged and she has a six-year-old son. So I'm a stepdad for the first time and um, very similar ages. I think he's turning, he's actually turning seven in April, early April. So he's at that age now where I can do a lot of really cool, interesting things with him. Um, play a lot of football. We, um, we watch a lot of uh, movies together. We're actually... Yeah, we're spending a lot of really interesting time because we're all in the house together. And I thought, oh, my God, what am I going to do with a, with a six-year-old? How am I going to entertain this this kid? But he's really, like, we're really... One of the anxieties for me, actually, was uh, how do I spend time in a way that really allows us to bond and really connect, but without us being on top of each other because, you know... I'm in a really big, uh, my, my fiance uh, moved in from no- Nottingham. She was living in, in Nottingham and she moved him down with her from Nottingham w- in with me. And I've got this a really big one bedroom place, but it's a one bedroom place. And um, I was thinking that actually we'll be on top of each other for quite a lot of time and it might cause some friction. But actually it's been a really exciting and really interesting time because we've bonded and spent just a huge amount of time just watching movies and playing games and board games and games that I would, never would have normally played, never would have had time to play because the usual week-to-week go, 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 Nathan, wouldn't, would have had probably 20 minutes at the end of the night to, I don't know, read a story or do something, spend some time and then go to bed and then start, the, you know, the same treadmill over again. But I have a bit more time in my day now I go at home for lunch times and I you know spend some time with him and and we kick a ball around and we just that's a really interesting enjoyable part of this that I'm really uh, cherishing at this time so uh, yeah yeah that's my silver lining fantastic well you know what you could could do a lot worse than that brilliant 100% thanks thanks for asking the question I don't normally people don't normally ask me questions on my on my show so uh, I appreciate it. I was kind of sh- shocked by it. Um, brilliant. Thanks for coming on the show, Michael, and um, all the best with the rest of your week. No worries, mate. Take it easy. Take care. Bye. Bye. In response to the situation, we'll be putting out regular COVID-19 podcast updates to share how world-class agencies and business leaders are responding to these challenges. Topics will include finance, steps agencies should be taking, and the latest on government initiatives. HR, what measures agencies should be putting in place and answering questions on SSP, business continuity planning, working remotely, how to optimize your remote working setup and platforms, managing stress and anxiety, advice on staying strong for yourself, your family and your employees, sales and marketing, how to emerge stronger post-crisis, 
supporting others and much much more subscribe wherever you get your podcasts